it's, it's ongoing because you're constantly working and you're constantly mm-hmm. building and striving for excellence when it comes to whatever you have a passion for. And I have a passion for my YouTube channel. I have a passion for singing. You know what I mean? I have a passion for helping people. I really do. That That is a passion of mine. And this is what I do. You know what I mean? I, I could be walking down the street and a regular Joe Schmo, Mary Lou will come up to me not knowing me from a can of paint. And they will pour their heart and soul out to me. And that has happened on numerous occasions. I encourage, I uplift, I motivate. You know what I mean? This is what I do. And some people say, well, that's your ministry. Okay. Okay. If that, you know, I, and I, I do believe that as well because I, I have a gift. We all have a story to tell. The longer our lives, the richer our stories. When I look at you, I see a woman of strength, integrity, character. A woman who has seen hardships, struggles, pain, and loss. A woman who has compassion, love, courage, and power. A woman who has succeeded, failed, and learned. A woman who will continue to persevere and thrive. When I look at you, I see a woman who is wise, not withered. Hello and welcome to the Wise Not Withered podcast. This is season four and we are on episode number eight. This month's guest is Ms. Mo. She is a YouTube content creator, personality. Um, You can find her under Let's Talk With Mo on YouTube and Instagram. But more recently, she has leaned a little bit more towards reaction videos. So her YouTube channel is called Ms. Mo Reacts. And that's actually where I first found Ms. Mo. Um, I was searching for some people to interview and I found her page And I looked through a few of her videos and I really liked her personality, thought she was really funny, um, pretty positive and seemed very entertaining. Um, So I was really happy when she responded positively when I reached out to her. Um, Yeah, so Ms. Mo talks about lots of different things. Um, She talks about a little bit about her upbringing, um, the work that she does outside of her um, her YouTube channel. She talks a lot about her own kids. Her children are pretty accomplished too. They each are content creators as well. Some of them have their own businesses. And so she has a lot of really cool stuff going on with her family. And she talks about a lot of stuff that she has learned over her lifetime. So without further ado, here is Ms. Mo. Cool. All right. So yeah, let's just jump right in. So what is your age? My age is 57. 57, cool. And where did you grow up? And where have you, what other places have you called home throughout your life? I um, grew up here in Springfield, Massachusetts. That's okay. where I was, I am born and raised. Mm-hmm. And um, I called New Haven, Connecticut home uh, for a short time. I uh, had my first son 
had my first child uh, when I was there. And so that was back in 82. Okay. And so um, I had lived there, I would say, I would say for about a good year, for about a good year and a few months. And then okay. when my son was like three months old, <laughs> I moved back here. Okay. Yeah. What brought you to Connecticut? <laughs> at the time, at the time, my husband did. Okay. And then you moved back. What What brought you back to <laughs> For, for for better opportunities because mm -hmm. you know things weren't too you know going too well there okay. you know of course you know we were married you know um still together we hadn't gotten married yet but um yeah just better opportunity uh hopefully um you know just for a a, a better life a, a better start because like i said i just had my uh son right so you know we were, we were still trying to figure things out mm-hmm yeah, and what do you do for a living? So, for an actual living, <laughs> for an actual living, I work for a community health center here in uh, Springfield, Massachusetts. Uh, we, the, it's called the Caring Health Center, and I have been working there for upcoming on October 6th it will be 17 years wow. I believe I've been there ever since 06 okay so you do the math <laughs> so uh, yeah upcoming October 6th I would have been there for like 16 17 years wow, okay and I have worn many hats there right but I work uh for them it is a uh, non-profit federally funded uh FQHC okay and um you know I've just worn many hats there and that's what I do not federally qualified health center. That's what, uh, you know, that's what I do. I am a medical professional. Okay. Well, what are, what are some of those hats? <laughs> okay. So here's the rundown. Yes. The rundown <laughs> is when I first started there, I was, uh, front patient registration. When all the patients came in, I registered them and checked them in. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, two years after, after doing that for two years, I was approached and offered the position of assistant manager. Nice. And okay. so I went to uh, our second site because now we have three sites, mm. but then it was only two sites. So I went to the second site. I was the assistant manager. And then after that, had hit a little bump in the road. But after that, I um, took a break, you know, from uh, managing. Mm -hmm. And then after the break, because I, I went back to patient, patient registration, and then after that, I went back to being the assistant manager. Okay. And then after that, I went to front operations manager. And then after that, <laughs> and then after that, I, you know, it'll hit uh you know a couple of bumps in the road with my health for mm -hmm. the past um i would say two two and a half years and um you know i took some had to take some time off i had mm -hmm. to be on medical leave for the um, year before last and last year okay and so i when i came back to work i was working with the call center and then shortly after that i went to um pre-registration so this was 
year before last, when I came back to work, I started off in the pre-registration, did that, and then last year went out on medical leave again, then came back, uh, started in the call center, and then after that went right back into pre-registration. Pre-registration is making all of the new patient appointments. Right, right. So that's, that's what I presently do all around the mulberry bush right <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's indeed many hats <laughs> yeah 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 how did you get started in that oh so um long to the short i was working uh i was working for a stop and shop distribution warehouse uh at you know many years ago i was working there then all of a sudden they closed, they went out of business, mm. you know, they, you know, laid everybody off, <laughs> you know, and I'm talking about people that were working there for years that, you know, they closed their doors, laid everybody off, wow. gave, everybody, gave everybody a severance. And so I was just so conditioned, you know, um, oh, got to work, got to work, got to get a job, got to get a job, <laughs> you know, and years before I kept saying, I want to go back to school. I want to go back to school to get my GED because I never graduated. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So I um, got laid off from there and, you know, it was really a tug of war Mm. going on as far as, okay, it's the perfect opportunity to do it. I can go back to school, get my GED. I have no problem with collecting unemployment because that was there for everybody, you know, that got laid off, fine, Mm -hmm. you know, so after, you know, making the decision to go back to school, get my GED, I did that, and so after I was done, you you know, doing that, taking the test, got it, (laughs) of course, time was dwindling down, and and funds were dwindling down because Mm -hmm. of the time that I was on the unemployment so it was due to end and so i ran into um um an employee no longer works there but i ran into an employee at the time they were working there and i told her that i was looking for work and i ran into her and her husband at the time and her husband at the time i went to cosmetology school with oh wow (laughs) yeah yeah, go figure. So, long <laughs> to the short, she said, you know what? We're looking for people. Go and apply. Put me down as a reference. And, okay. So, it was history from there on. <laughs> so, like I said, I started with Caring Health Center uh, in 2006. Mm-hmm. Okay, you mentioned cosmetology school? <laughs> yeah, so, cosmetology school I graduated no problem what all is that I'm I'm thinking like hair and makeup is there is it more than that or I I'm not really sure well I can tell you when I went which was as many moons ago now (laughs) when I went it was uh hair it was facials Mm -hmm. it was uh, what what they call it? Esthetician? Oh, yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. So it was hair. It was um, facials. It was nails. But at okay. that time, it was 
No, you could do either hair, you know, beauty stuff, or just nails. Hmm. So in the cosmetology part of it, you know, they taught us how to do manicures and pedicures and certain things you do and do not do with pedicures and manicures. And you did facials and hair. And I do, but, and, you know, we dibbled and dabbled with makeup, but nothing professional, okay. you know. So that's what we did in cosmetology school. So I went, I graduated, I had a lot of fun doing it. I um, worked uh, part-time at the same time. Um, uh, I, when I graduated cosmetology school, I worked a little bit. I worked a little while in, in a salon, maybe, maybe two years. I worked in two different salons. Um, it was nice, good, and fun. The only thing about, you know, uh, doing hair and in that field mm -hmm. is it's hard to build up your clientele. At least it was for me. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I didn't, I don't think looking back on everything now, yes, I could have done a lot of things differently, mm -hmm. but I didn't know then. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you have to, you, you have to put forth an effort to try to build up your clientele any way that you can. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have that know-how back then. Yeah, so. that that sounds more like a, I don't know, business or like advertising that would be separate yeah. from your actual skill set that you're using in the job, right? Well, yeah, because you know, it, it's it, because that is your job. That mm -hmm. is your business. You know, you're in charge of how much you're building it up or how much you're not yeah and how much money you're dishing out to rent that space mm -hmm. and how much money you're dishing out to buy products and, and all of that right you know what i mean so yeah, yeah it, it takes it takes a lot when you're first starting out mm -hmm. yeah 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 i did wonder your your hair is is beautiful <laughs> <laughs> oh thank you thank you so much well I can't take credit for this. You know, this time I can't take oh, credit no. for I, I have a No, I have a, between my daughter and my stylist, you know, I'm, I'm very well taken care of. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah, so you mentioned you have a daughter, you have a son, um, you have two kids, or are there more? <laughs> no, I have three children. Three, okay. Yeah, I have three children. I have... Um, uh, two sons and a daughter. My daughter is the youngest, mm -hmm. and I have uh, two sons. Um, my oldest son is 41. Okay. My middle, my youngest son is 34, and my daughter is 28. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, can you talk more about, like, raising them and what you've learned, like, through... Your children? <laughs> I know it's probably you could write a whole book about that, right? <laughs> wow, that's a that's you know that's a big thing. Um, well, I would first of all, I would say that they are the best things that have ever happened to me. Hmm. You know, um, I had my first son. I had him when I was sixteen. Right, and so. You know, my children are six and seven years apart. Um, you know, and, and let's be clear, 
I didn't raise them by myself and on my own. Yeah. You know, I did have a husband, you know, so we raised them together. Um, some times were better than other times as far as raising, you know, the children. Um, you know, we weren't rich, you know, we were poor, you know, uh, you know, two income home, you know, but they had everything that they needed, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So I, it, 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 it's not easy, you know, it's better with two people rather than one, Right. you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. So... You know, it, it, it's not easy, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade it for anything. I would not change anything because if I changed anything about how they came about, how they were raised and all of that, I would not be where I am right this moment. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't, I didn't, how can I put this? I didn't have any you know, like issues as far as raising my kids, as far as how they turned out, mm-hmm. I, I guess I should say. Okay. It wasn't an easy journey, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It right. wasn't easy. So, you know, I was I was a young mother, you know, I was a young mother and learning as I went along, <laughs> you know, and just trying to take one day at a time, always trying to, uh, make sure that they had, you know what I mean? Right. I, I always put myself on the back burner. Mm. Never mind me, I'll be okay. I will figure it out. I am grown. But as far as you kids, no. Whatever you guys needed, I would spend my last dime mm. making sure you guys, you know, had all the time. And yeah. so I would definitely um, make sure that they that their hair was done. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. I made sure that my boys always had the nice cut. I made sure that my daughter's hair was always done. And with my daughter, you know, that was a struggle because of, you know, her uh, hair, the, the, the type of hair that she had. And so, but I always made sure that they you know, looked good, that they were clean, that their hair was done, their clothes were clean. You know, they might not have had all of the name brands that everybody is so hung up on and, you know, all of that, but they always had what they needed. Right. And we had good times. We mm-hmm. have good times because, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's an adult. Everybody, <laughs> you know, comes to and fro. But, yeah, I, I, I love my kids. <laughs> I, I love my kids. Yo, so so you said they're six and seven years apart. Like, what are some things you learned, like, as as you became a new mom, like, through those different phases of your life? Um, <laughs> wow, what a question. Um, to make sure, I, you know, because I, I can be hard and stern Mm. but I'm always fair Mm. (laughs) I'm always fair and to just just I always tried to make sure that you know there were no favorites Mm -hmm. I always tried to make sure that all of my kids felt loved 
and yeah. knew that they were loved mm. and tried to spend as much time with them as I possibly could right. in the formative years, mm. you know, going to games, going to school functions, you know, um, going to parent-teacher conferences, going to open houses and all of that. That's very important. Right. And I always try to do that mm-hmm. because you never, ever want to look around. When you have kids, you never, ever want to look around and wonder what happened hmm. when or if your kids start acting a certain way and start hmm. talking to you in a certain way. Huh. Then you wonder, well, well, where is this coming from? Or who do you think you're talking to? <laughs> then they'll tell you. You know what I mean? It could come out good or it could come out bad. But yeah. it's, it's very important, you know, that, that you try to do that. I don't know. I, I mean, that those are, those are some of the things that I learned along the way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I always wanted to make sure my kids were happy. Mm-hmm. You know, happy and, and, you know, didn't, I didn't want them to, have to want for anything even though we were poor we didn't have money like that we were Mm -hmm. surviving you know what I mean took one day at a time one week at a time one check at a time Mm -hmm. you know so that that's one thing I always wanted my kids to be happy I didn't want them to you know like they say be in grown folks business about the bills about the money Mm -hmm. about you know I never wanted them to worry about that yeah yeah so I hope I answered your question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I guess, yeah, speaking of kids and relationships with kids, what was or is your relationship with your own mom like? Oh, okay. So my, my relationship with my mom is much better now than it was before. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. Take take us through the evolution. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> as, as much as you're comfortable. <laughs> Um, so, you know, uh, my, uh, all, me and my siblings, we all grew up in church. You know, uh, my mom has been the secretary of our church for over 50 years now. Oh, wow, okay. And we all grew up in church. I am, uh, I am the baby of six siblings. So, um, we all grew up in church and, and whatnot. So, I left home at a real early age. Hence, me having my first child at 16. Right. So when all of that was going on, you know, it was, it was an ordeal to say the least. Mm -hmm. And, you know, things, things weren't the best, you know. And, you know, over the years, things, you know, got, things got, things were not so good. But let's let's just keep it at that. Things were not so good over the years. Mm-hmm. But things got better. You know, it got better with time, mm-hmm. you know. And so fast forward to now, you know, uh, my relationship with my mom is 100% better than mm-hmm. what it used to be. Now, don't, don't misunderstand me. I am not saying that my relationship with my mom, when we did have rocky times, it was never you know, uh, like the type of uh, uh, cussing and screaming 
and arguing and slamming doors mm. and um, being disrespectful and rude. It was never, ever that. Okay. Never. That's good. <laughs> I just want to be clear about that. Right. It was never that. I never, ever disrespected my mom in that type of way and in that manner. Mm. But now we are excellent. We're much closer, mm-hmm. and you know, yeah, we're in a we're in a much better place now. Nice. Did did that just happen over time, or do you remember like a turning point? Uh, it just it happened over time. I can't, you know, give like a, a specific time frame mm-hmm. of when it happened it's right. just one of those things that happens organically mm-hmm. you know what I mean right you know yeah. you don't really like oh okay yes I remember it was right then no because <laughs> it it just happens because you 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 go you go through life hmm. you know what I mean you're living so it, it just happened okay yeah that makes sense all right um let's see switching gears a little bit what what are some of your hobbies or leisure activities so um let's see okay so i love to sing (laughs) i can sing yeah awesome i mean not to toot my own horn or anything please toot your own horn even though it's probably too late but still (laughs) um i can sing i love to sing i've been singing ever since i was a little girl um, I, you know, grew up in church singing. Um, I got my singing ability from my dad and my mom, mm-hmm. you know, collectively. So I, I love to sing in my, in my, you know, um, spare time. I, um, I have done weddings. I have done funerals, you know, occasions like that. Oh, okay. Um, and, and of course I do have my own YouTube channel. That was the next question. <laughs> but yeah, please. Please. Yeah. Con- yeah. I have my own YouTube channel. It, <laughs> is, it started off as being Let's Talk with Mo. That was the beginning of, of it. That was that used to be the title of it. But now it is Miss Mo Reacts. Right. That is M-S-M-O-E-R-E-A-C-T-S. Miss Mo Reacts. And that is on, I'm on YouTube and so I've been doing YouTube for, for you know, some years now. And so that's, a, that's like my main hobby that I do, my main thing that I do in my spare time. As soon as I'm done Monday through Friday working my, you know, uh, 8.30 to, you know, 3, 3.30 job, I uh, try to dive into that on the weekends and anytime I can through the week, that is my, you know, my outlet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That That is my, my go-to. So I sing, I have my own YouTube channel. Um, you know, I used to do hair in my spare time, but I don't really do that anymore, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I, I can, you know, <laughs> do hair. I just, I just don't, you know, comes a time, you know, I still love it, but not like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I, of course, you know, I, I love to shop. <laughs> you know, who doesn't like to shop? Um, and, you know, I, 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 I try to, you know, I try to spend time with my kids, 
you know, as as much, you know, as much as I can, because like I said, they're all grown. The oldest mm-hmm. one lives in Atlanta. He's married, um, a couple of grandkids. Uh, my son and my mother, my youngest son and my daughter, they live with me, you know, and um, my okay. youngest son has a, has a uh, grandson and my daughter, she doesn't have any children. But, you know, I, that's, that's really about it. You know, I, I just really, really love doing my YouTube channel. You know, I, yeah. I really love that. talk more about that like how how and why did you start it and what's it all about so long to the short there is a, a video as to um why or how i got uh started being a content creator slash youtuber slash influencer so long to the short um i uh i was talking to my kids one day and you no, know, my uh two sons are music producers they are music producers cool and cool. Uh, their name is uh the riches oh oh they them. they produce music together yes they do oh they're awesome the, yeah they're called the riches they produce music together nice and riches is spelled r-y-c-h-e-s so oh, the reason behind the different unique spelling of the riches <laughs> is because they wanted to be unique in the spelling Mm-hmm. of you know their collaboration together so they tried really hard to you know make sure that no one else had the same spelling as they do so yes yeah. each of my children they have their own you know uh creative projects going on so my mm-hmm. oldest son is um you know, part of the riches, as I mentioned, he is a music producer with my youngest son, uh, music producer. And my youngest son also has a YouTube channel and it's called It's Jay Aura. And it's just how it sounds. It's the word it's and the letter J and the word aura, O-R-A. And believe it or not, um, he did very well with his YouTube channel. He lived in um, Atlanta for a short period of time with my oldest son and uh, my daughter-in-law and grandkids. But yeah, he, you know, it, it, he was at, he was really active at one time. Hasn't been too active lately, but he plans on picking up the baton again and, uh, you know, picking up where he left off. My oldest son, he is into fitness in, uh, aside from, you know, the mm. music career. He's into fitness a lot of that so he would like to start his own youtube channel as well to show his uh, fitness journey his weight loss journey and all of that so my oldest son and my daughter-in-law they have started their own candle business Ooh. it's been uh it was established one year ago uh in november awesome and so they are doing very well the name of their candle business is called lynn and carter uh, it is spelled L Y N N A N D 
C-A-R-T-E-R company.com. So okay. it's Lynn and Carter company.com. So if you go on over there and you can get your candle fix going <laughs> on, I am very, very proud of them for, mm. uh, you know, starting that business. I love candles. I don't yeah. know about anybody else, but I really, really love candles. Yeah, me too. And so, yeah, so those are, you know, that's nice. what's going on with my sons. And so my daughter, uh, she's my only daughter. She's the baby of the three. <laughs> she also has her own YouTube channel as well. And her uh, YouTube channel name is Richie. <laughs> and so... <laughs> Here we go again with the unique spelling. So, yes, she also wanted to make sure that the name of her channel was also unique in spelling and in the name. And so the spelling of her YouTube channel is R-I-C-H-I-E-E. And you can fi- find her on YouTube. Go ju- ju- just go to YouTube.com slash Richie. Again, R-I-C-H-I-E-E. And so she has, you know, had her YouTube channel for some years now. And so she is doing very, very well with it. I am very, very Mm -hmm. proud of her. She also sings, you know, she she Mm -hmm. is very, very talented. She sings, she does her own hair, she does her own nails, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, got a little style on the dress front and, uh, (laughs) Yeah, so she's she's got a lot uh, she's got a lot going on. They are definitely on Instagram. Everyone is on Instagram. Um, if you want to look up my oldest son on Instagram, his name is two hundred underscore percent. The number two hundred underscore and the word oh percent fit p e r c e n T fit F I T. So that is my oldest son on Instagram. My youngest son, Jeremy, it's J Aura, the same thing. It's J Aura. And my oldest son's name is Heath Jr. And my daughter, she is on Instagram as well. You can find her uh, under the name Richie Richie. <laughs> <laughs> R-I-C-H-I-E-E-R-I-C-H-I-E. Yes, she also wants to be, to be different on Instagram mm-hmm. as well. So there will be no mistaking who she is. And you can also find my uh, boy as far as the producing of the music on Instagram. Their name on Instagram is underscore the riches underscore t-h-e-r-y-c-h-e-s they were all three all three of my kids were talking to me one day and they said well mom when we get into the position of rubbing shoulders rubbing shoulders with people what would you want to do you know so we can try to make it happen depending on you know what 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 you say you want to do so i really had to take a a a long look and a step back at that question and what that question meant and yeah i really had to think about it it's like okay what would 
or what do I think that I would be good at and what and how could it and would it possibly be lucrative for me Hmm. you know so I really had to think about that and so the kids said well mom why don't you start a YouTube channel I said when did you start like how long ago was that i did notice you had a lot of videos i think i was poking around a few of them i didn't look at the very first one though it's okay and i'm gonna tell you in a minute it's a shame i should know this (laughs) but i don't i do not and so let me let me let me me look it has been since 2015 oh nice wow so about eight years It'll be eight years in December. Okay. And what was your first video? Like, what was the, the first one? So it, you said it started as Let's Talk with Mo, and now it's Ms. Mo Reacts. Yeah, so it started off with uh, Let's Talk with Mo. And so <laughs> the very oh my goodness, the very <laughs> first video that I did, I'm going to tell you, if I'm not mistaken, it was about Jada Pinkett Smith, and I'm going to give you the actual thing here. And it was about um, another young lady as well. <laughs> One minute, because you know it's been a minute. But I know for a fact it was definitely about, okay, here we go. The name of this video is Stacy Dash Jada Pinkett Smith Aunt Viv. Let me see, let me give you the actual. Yeah, Aunt Viv Obama. That's what that's that was the very first video that I ever did. So I was talking about Stacey Dash, I was talking about Jada Pinkett Smith, and I was talking about the uh actress that was originally cast as Aunt Viv from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. What are some of the highlight videos that you can just remember? Like, what are some that you just had so much fun with or that you think are particularly uh, memorable? <laughs> I did. I did. I did two videos on this young man, and unfortunately, he passed away. Oh. And his name is Kevin Samuels. Hmm. And so I did two videos on him and the first now, let's be clear. I have right now I have 1,383 subscribers Nice. and I have been doing YouTube for eight years. So no, I'm not one of the, you know, most popular, you know, and 
I'm just, I'm just not right now, but I am on my way. I've been, you know, doing it for a while. And, you know, I don't, I get the amount of views that I get on my videos. There are certain videos that I do that get more views than others. And then so that those are the type of videos that I try to keep presenting. Mm-hmm. However, I did two videos about Kevin Samuels and <laughs> I did not know that I was going, I didn't anticipate getting the response that I got on both of those videos. Uh-huh. Okay. And so, you know, there was a lot going on in the comments, you know, so those two videos, they stand out for me. And there are uh, some shorts that, um, that stand out for me that, you know, I talk about, <laughs> in one short, I talk about women saying that they don't need a man, you know, how, how that sounds and mm. backing up. Uh, talking about the videos that I get that I did on Mr. Kevin Samuels, um, he was he was something else as far as the kind of content that he brought. His main thing was uh, relationships. You know, uh, he was he 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 started off when he started doing YouTube. He started off really speaking to the men, black men, Mm. men in general, trying to get them to step up and be better Mm. for women, for black women, and, uh, you know, being better as far as relationships go. Then it comes us women trying to get all in the mix. You know, he he did a show where, you know, you could call in and, you know, be, you know, on the show visually. And so, you know, women started calling in and, you know, it, it, it just, you know, it, it just took off more than it already was a, a hit. So th- that, that's what he stood for. And that's the type of content that he brought, trying to, uh, um, trying to talk uh, more about relationships and marriage. Mm. You know what I mean? The, the black family unit, the family unit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I did two videos on that and, you know, it got an overwhelming response, which, like I said, I didn't anticipate that. But those are two videos that stand out. Like I said, a couple of my uh, shorts, they stand out because, you know, getting back to your uh, one of your original questions, what is my um, channel about? So... My channel is mainly a reaction channel. Yeah. You know, yeah. I react. And so I do, you know, a little bit of um, hair stuff, vlogging, lifestyle, mm-hmm. a little bit of fashion. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's mainly a reaction channel. Okay. But, okay. It, you know, it, it's, it's <laughs> everything in between. It's whatever really I want to do. Right. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Yeah, I guess who are or were some of your mentors? Like what kinds of people or who specifically like do you look up to? So as far as like who who influenced me and like you said, who who were a few of my mentors as far as what I do, 
my, my channel and, 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 and that sort of thing. Um, and in no particular order, <laughs> no particular order, um, Wendy Williams. And so when I say each one, I will try to give like really quick why. Cool, so cool. Wendy Williams, I always liked the way she said what she said. She, she said what she meant and she meant what she said. Hmm. Now, awesome. in, in her uh, stage presence, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She just, you know, she just said it and she didn't give you no know, two qualms about it. <laughs> now, let's be clear. There's a time and a place and there's a way your uh, approach, you know what I mean? But those are the things that I have always liked about her. Mm-hmm. Uh, my goodness. And these couple of names escape me right now. And I also did a video on this. Um, Oh man, that's a shame. <laughs> Definitely one day Williams. Um, you know, Oprah. You know, <laughs> the given. You know, the, the 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 talk show host aspect of it all. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think I mentioned this one in my video, but Phil Donahue. You know, I'm really showing my age, but Phil Donahue. Um. Who else? There are a few more. Um, what about Phil Donahue? Do you like or? I, I always loved the way he was running around in the audience with the microphone. How he really uh, dove into asking the hard questions mm-hmm. as far as like you know, I and, and for me, I like to get to the meat and potatoes of whatever it is. I like to really ask, oh, well, well, how did that make you feel? Or well, who's that? Or, or what about that? You know what I mean? I, I really like to get deep down. I, I love to, you know, ask a lot of questions anyway. I'm a very detailed person. <laughs> this person, I don't know if anybody would remember. Her name uh, is Yolanda. Yolanda, a uh, black African-American woman. She used to have her own uh, talk show as well. Um... Oh my God, there are. Mm. Have a smiley. Wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> hold on, because there's, there's, a, there's a couple. Yes, Tavis Smiley. He uh, used to have <clears throat> a talk show host on BET, Black Entertainment Television. Mm-hmm. Um, and Donnie Simpson. Donnie Simpson had a music video show on BET as well. He doesn't have it anymore, it was mm-hmm. years ago. But Donnie Simpson, I love, I always loved his approach. He was soft-spoken, uh, always asked great questions, mm-hmm. a great interviewer. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Ed Gordon, he was a news anchor for BET as well. So yeah. That's just the name of <laughs> you. Roland Martin. <laughs> Roland Martin as well. Okay. Uh, he was on BET. Yeah. So mostly like like talk show hosts and yeah, I guess yeah, that's pretty much it. Definitely because here's one. And I know I'm staying on this, but <laughs> Linda Ellerby. Okay. 
and that's you know all all these people they're they're I don't know if they're like way like before you or if you've ever heard of any of them, but Linda Ellerby, Barbara Walters, you know, you know people like that because they had a way, Mm. they had that presence, right? They had they had the it factor, you know what I mean? (laughs) They did, and 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 those are people that I look up to as far as what I do, Mm -hmm. and there are, you know, other people that are not, you know, in, in in the limelight like that, that are just regular people like me. There are other people that um, I consider to be mentors as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, cool. Um, yeah, you did, you mentioned, uh, what was his name, Samuel, someone talking about relationships. Um, oh, if, then, uh, yeah. uh, Kevin Samuels. Kevin Samuels, okay. Cool. Yeah. If you don't mind sharing, what are some things you've learned from your own relationships? You mentioned um, your husband. Are you are you still with that same person? Or like, yeah. Take take us through your relationship history. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, no. <laughs> or take us through as as many relationships as you'd like to share. Like what things you learn from each one and. Yeah. Well, I haven't had that many. Let's be clear about that. I haven't okay. had that many relationships, and I haven't had that many partners. And, you know, body count matters. <laughs> um. Um. Okay. So, as far as my uh, husband, no, I am not with him anymore. I we got divorced. Wow, over, I would say over 15 years ago, going on, you know, in between 15 and 20 years ago, we got divorced, but he has since uh, passed away one year ago, this past March, he passed away. Okay. Yeah, but before that, we had gotten divorced, Mm -hmm. and it was my decision, you know, that, that we got divorced, and so... Yeah, so that happened. And so, you know, three kids three kids later, you know, I was with him. I was with, you know, married. The relationship and married. I was with him a little over 20 years. I was, and put it this way, I was married longer. I was married over half my life, put it that way. Yeah, yeah. I was married over half my life, and three kids later, you know, mm. all good. But I'm, I'm, uh, I am uh, with the best man ever, and now, oh no, okay, I am, nice. I am totally happy. You know, he, you know, you know what every woman says. Not every woman, but you know what a lot of women say. Oh, he treats me like a queen, a princess. Amazing. He actually does. <laughs> How long have you been with this one? <laughs> a, long, <laughs> a long time. A long time. Um, I would say mm, and now I'm gonna say this. And so this is gonna open up probably a Pandora's box, but it's <laughs> fine. I have been with him. Over 20 years. Okay. 20 years. 
I, yeah, I, I was wondering if there'd be a little bit of overlap <laughs> when you said that you might open yeah. Trendora's box. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but I've, I've been with him for a while. Yeah, about that, yeah. Because I always have to ask him, honey, how long have we been together? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, if you don't yeah. mind sharing, you did mention that you ended your marriage previously can you go into about the reasoning like why you decided to end it it was overdue Hmm. basically that that's one thing i will say Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go into a lot of detail as far as that but it was something that was well overdue Mm. and you know we were we were two different people you know what I mean we started off you know young you know on a a certain path you know and I I chose that path at a young age you know but then you know you, you grow up Hmm. And, you know, you, you get wiser and you get smarter. Hopefully, everybody, you know, gets smarter and wiser, but sometimes they don't. Hmm. And sometimes, you know, a person will stay in a certain place, then another person won't. And then you, you find this happening. Right. For whatever reasons, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. I think, yeah. To to give you an official reason, irreconcilable differences. Yeah, that's that's real. (laughs) We'll just just leave it there. We'll just keep it there. Yeah. What's up everybody it's your girl miss mo welcome back to my channel i just wanted to come on and sing this song uh, for myself first and i hope you all enjoy i do have you know the music with it this is one of the songs that i really love it's near and dear to my heart and you know i've been experiencing and going through something you know myself as of recently so you know this song has been it's always on my heart this is like my one of my favorite favorite songs and i just wanted to come on and share it with you all and i hope you all enjoy Um, you know if you know the lyrics sing along you know because i don't have the background vocals or none of that so I have to, um, you know, uh, do the best I can. I have to make do, as they say. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Because the Lord is... He lets me rest in the battles 
stream He restores my failing health And he helps me to do what honors him the most That's why I'm safe That's why I'm safe That's why I'm safe some of the biggest challenges that you've faced and overcome? Um, definitely um, I would say definitely you know uh, maneuvering, bobbing, and weaving you know, when I was going through my divorce mm. You know, dealing with that, overcoming that, even though it was my decision, but I still had to deal with the fallout of, of certain things happening through that whole ordeal. Right. You know, um, so that's one thing that, you know, one thing that I had to overcome and, and deal with. Um, the other thing that I dealt with and have overcome was me being a cervical cancer survivor. Oh. So I, that was a, a very, that was a very, very hard time in my life. I had already had my three kids and um, I, had I had already went back to work after my daughter. I went back to work, and me, I was I am always the type of person I go yearly to get my annual checkup. I go yearly to get my annual uh, Pap smear, and you know once you reach a certain age, you have to start getting your mammograms done. So mm -hmm. I was always one to get my checkups and my Pap smears done. So after I had my daughter, I waited a whole year before I got my pap done. So I went and got my pap done, came back abnormal. They said, okay, we need you to come back in. Uh, we need, we're gonna do a biopsy. So they did a biopsy, they tested it. Uh, the doctor called me back in. And so um, I, he called me in and I, you know, went in by myself, you know, I didn't think anything of it. So he said, yeah, you know, uh, just letting you know, you know, we found that you have uh, cervical cancer and, you know, you know, operate, whatever. I'm just sitting there and it, it, it didn't register at first. Hmm. And then I said, what? What are you talking about? He said, yeah, you, you have cervical cancer and, you know, we caught it in time, you know, we can do surgery and, and all of that. I said, Oh, I was stunned. I couldn't believe it, you know. And you know, he, I, I, uh, he was more than um, willing to uh, explain to me what what was uh, what the surgery was going to entail, you know, and all of that. And he said, "Oh, okay, you know, we're going to do surgery, and we're going to do a radical hysterectomy, and 
you know, we're going to uh, take this out, take this out. You know, we're going to, uh, you, we don't have to um, take out your ovaries. You, you know, you, your ovaries can stay. You know, I'm not trying to get too graphic. Uh, you know, the, 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 you know, you're going to take a while to recuperate. And, okay. And, and so, you know, they, he told me all that and it, oh, it's fine. Okay. Yep. Yeah, okay, doc. Okay. Why did he tell, now, like I said, everything was fine, but why did he tell me, oh yeah, we're going to do surgery, you know, uh, he even asked me which way on my body that I, that did I want him to do the incision? That, you know, horizontally or vertically? I said, horizontally bikini, please. He said, okay, fine. Oh, that was fine. I was fine up until he told me, well, yeah, you're going to have a catheter. I said, Doc, what are you telling me right now? I said, I don't want to hear that. I said, is there anything else to bypass? No, you got to have a catheter. And after a certain amount of time, you come in, we'll take it out. And I was like, okay. So needless to say, I left the office. I was crying. I was in tears. I was by myself. Mm. Uh, at the time, my husband was at home with the kids. So went home, told him the news, and, you know. And so, long to the short, because I know that was John out, long to the short. Yeah, no problem. Um, it took me a while to recuperate, but the hardest, the most hardest thing about that whole ordeal was... Um, so my daughter, she was a toddler at the time. And so she was born in, um, she was born in 95, 95. So 90, 96, 96. Um, I had my surgery and so no I didn't take a whole year to get my pap done so that was a, a wrong detail but I had my surgery in 96 so she was born in 95 so she was you know she was a little toddler and the worst thing about that whole ordeal was I couldn't hold her hmm. I couldn't hold her <sighs> couldn't hold her so I depended a lot on my oldest son mm. and you know at the time my husband couldn't hold her it broke me up it broke me up so bad and my and even my daughter to this day is oh my god Ma, I can't believe you couldn't even hold me I said yeah you're right I could so but yeah so that's that's another thing that I um I dealt with and I overcame and it's been more than 20 years I am cancer free mm -hmm. thank God no problems no issues um, um, aside from other uh, losses of family members mm -hmm. um, I lost um, two of my brothers, mm -hmm. but the, the hardest 
um, the hardest one for me was my dad. Mm. He was 61 when he passed away. Oh, wow. And so that was, that was really hard for me, too, that that one. Number one, it's my dad. Mm. Number two, the way everything happened, mm. you know, it, it was very devastating to me because I was like I was like there the whole time I was we were it happened in a Walmart (laughs) yeah it happened in a Walmart here and so I'll never forget that but that was something that I had to deal with you know it's I I don't don't know if I would say over you know that I have overcome it Mm -hmm. but it's much much easier now it's been it's been a lot of years since that happened, but I'll never forget that because I was there in the thick of it, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you know everything happened. So, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I, I think I think those are the what? What I say? Three, three things. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, wow. And if you're comfortable sharing, what's something that you still struggle with nowadays? Something that I struggle with now. Menopause. <laughs> <laughs> I struggle with menopause. Um, yeah. I. Oh. Okay. <laughs> All right. So. So remember. Well, aside from no, seriously, I do struggle with menopause yeah. not so much like I did before but I still kind of struggle with uh, certain um, symptoms mm-hmm. from menopause uh, the, the up and down the yo-yoing of like weight gain mm-hmm. blo- blo- you know bloating yeah um, I don't think so much uh, mood you know swings mood change I don't think so much of that but you know on and off like um flashes not like I used to hot flashes not like I used to get them before because I'm on medication now but I do deal with menopause and I deal with it medically I deal with um, neck pain back pain Mm. and um, I, I had a really bad experience with sciatica on my left side. Oh. I wound up in the hospital for that wow. uh, last year, last July. Hmm. And so, uh, yeah. That, that, But that's something, those things I am still uh, currently dealing with, mm-hmm. you know, and anxiety mm-hmm. with when it comes to certain things. Right, Certain, yeah. certain things. Because I was in a, uh, I was in a, uh, accident car accident oh, years ago wow and so i still have anxiety when it comes to in the car yeah you know what i mean right of course and, and so dealing with you know what has happened to me as far as my sciatica mm-hmm. and i have nerve damage mm. uh, as a result of that so mm. like i said it happened on my left side mm. and that will never be the same you know i have numbness you know i yeah, yeah. I, shooting pains, all that. Yeah, I, I deal with that on a daily basis. Right. So. Yeah. So, I, I deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't know if you would say, I'm, I guess I'm overcoming it, but I'm still dealing with it. It's not going anywhere. Right, you know? yeah. Yeah, what kinds of things do you do to deal with it, like either physically or mentally, emotionally? Like, what, how, what are your coping mechanisms? So coping, mechaniz- coping mechanisms are, I, I find that walking mm-hmm. helps me. You know what I mean? Walking helps me stay active yeah. with that. I got to do better with that. When I do walk, I walk my dogs because I have two dogs. Mm. And so um, walking helps me. There are specific stretching exercises that I can do that help me tremendously Mm -hmm. with specifically my sciatica. Mm -hmm. And so mentally, you know, mentally I try to stay upbeat positive attitude because I do know how blessed I am I I do know how blessed I really am and I try not to take a lot of things for granted um, in spite of what I may be dealing with physically emotionally mentally you know what I mean Mm -hmm. I try to stay upbeat and positive attitude um, that's what I'm doing mentally for myself. And mm-hmm. so physically, you know, re- the rest of the, those things, doctor's orders, you know. So. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, just a couple more questions. How do you define success? Oh, God. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a trick question, girl. <laughs> Uh, I can define success I don't know some people may think no but really, I, I, that's, that's a hard one I, I, I can define success for me as being where I am right now this moment right now at this juncture I can find this I can define this as success. I can define me having three grown children. They're doing great. I can define that as success. I can define me being a cervical cancer survivor as success because I have my life, health, and strength and my faculties about me. That is success. I am able, I am able to do what I am doing. I can define that as success. I have family. I have people who care about me. I have friends. I have the best man in the world who loves me. I can define all of that as success. You know what I mean? And I am able to continue having all of these things. You know what I mean? I am able to continue doing my YouTube channel. I am able to continue singing. And these are gifts that I have been blessed with to have, Mm -hmm. to be able to do these things. I define all of that as success 
yeah. it is a continuous it's continuous success where I'm concerned it's continuous right yeah yeah it's not just like okay I made it it's done it's an no, ongoing it is, right it's not it's, it's, it's ongoing because you're constantly working and you're constantly mm-hmm. building and striving for excellence when it comes to whatever you have a passion for and I have a passion for my YouTube channel. I have a passion for singing. You know what I mean? I have a passion for helping people. You know what I mean? I I really do. That that is a passion of mine and this is what I do. You know what I mean? I, I could be walking down the street and a regular Joe show, Joe Schmo, Mary Lou will come up to me not knowing me from a can of paint. And they will pour their heart and soul out to me. Hmm. And that has happened on numerous occasions. You know what I mean? And especially with people that I do know as well. A lot of people have come to me and continue to come to me in confidence because they can appreciate my um, advice or my counsel <laughs> or my you know positive energy my my encouragement my you know being able to uplift you know and that because that i don't know because this is what i've been told from people as well you know what i mean i encourage i uplift i motivate you know what i mean this is what i do and some people say well that's your ministry okay okay if that you know I, and I, I do believe that as well because I, I have a gift yeah yeah that's great <laughs> yeah so what what's something you're looking forward to doing 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 uh, better with my YouTube channel <laughs> you know I am constantly trying to improve you know, trying to just get to the next level. <laughs> I am looking, I am also looking forward to getting older. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if, if, if uh, God's will, I am looking forward to, you know, getting older, uh, growing old gracefully. <laughs> you know, I am looking forward to uh, you know, uh, continuously seeing my children get older, you know, um, enjoying my grandkids, uh, mm-hmm. traveling, you know, cause I do travel. I'm, you know, I'm just, you know, just looking forward to, uh, staying in good health, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, a little bit more money would hurt, <laughs> you know, just putting all you know good thoughts good energy good vibes out mm-hmm. you know i'm just looking forward to you know uh stepping up just elevating you know what i mean just yeah taking it as it comes <laughs> yeah where would you like to travel or where have you traveled already and where would you like to go i have tra- oh man i i used to do a lot of traveling uh you know, like I said, I grew up in church. We used to do a lot of traveling. I have traveled Greensboro, North Carolina, Charlotte, North Carolina, um, 
I mean, here, you know, locally, New Haven, Hartford, Boston, um, New York, New Jersey, um, Newport News, Virginia, uh, Portsmouth, Virginia, um, Tennessee, uh, Atlanta, Georgia, oh, where else? Um, Durham, North Carolina, um, yeah, there's a lot of places that I have gone, but there's still a lot of places, Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. you know, there's still a lot of places that I have not been, you know what I mean? I would love, oh, I uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, that's where my dad is from. Oh, um, he, that's, I, I'm about to do my internship there. <laughs> oh, wow, okay, oh, man, yeah, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, uh, New Orleans, I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. I've definitely been there. Bourbon Street, I um, <laughs> was a bridesmaid in uh, one of my girlfriend's weddings. Amazing. Uh, so, yeah, I went there. That was fun. Yeah, that's, um, that's where I live right now. <laughs> it, man, it, it's, I would love to go back there. But, <laughs> yeah, places that I would uh, like to go, um, Florida. Mm-hmm. I would definitely like to go to Florida. I would like to go to like uh, St. Lucia, you know. Um, I would love to go to Dubai. Mm, you know? Yeah. You know, you see the pretty pictures. I was like, ooh. <laughs> um, Paris. Love to go to Paris. Um, Puerto Rico, you know. You know, I, I, I don't know, just certain places like that I've never been to California either oh. my sister my sister and my uh, brother lives there yeah LA San Francisco mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's yeah there's a lot of places that I haven't gone that I would like to go you right, know? Yeah. but I've been a lot of places mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome yeah, yeah and you mentioned aging gracefully what does what does that mean for you <laughs> well you know, what that means for me is, I, you know, and to each his own, you know, let, let's put that out there. That's the disclaimer. To of each course. His own. <laughs> I have never been into a lot of the makeup, a lot of the just the, 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 uh, the lace frontals the -the over-the-top weaves and all of that. I've never been into that. But you do what you do. You do whatever floats your boat. You do whatever makes you feel better, confident, you know, all of that. You do what you want to do. I am more on the natural side of things. You know, uh, no makeup. You know, I do do... uh, I do get a little help with, you know, uh, protective styles, with adding extra hair in, Mm. you know, a little bit here and there, nothing over the top though. Like that, that's what I think. Nothing over the top, no makeup really. And if I do any type of makeup, it'll be a little bit of, uh, illuminating primer, you know, a little bit of mascara, a little bit of blush, but (laughs) 
that's just to enhance what I already have. And I mean, it's a little bit. It's a, a very natural look. You know, my daughter will do that for me. But that, that, that's what I... I that's what I mean by growing old gracefully. You know, not putting on a lot of, just a lot of whatever, just just trying to maintain what I have, trying to take care of what I have mm-hmm. as far as my looks, my, mm-hmm. you know, my body, what, how, what you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, that's I, I think I think that's what I mean by growing old gracefully yeah. and not to say that you know there's anything wrong with using certain beauty products and like I said <laughs> what I may or may not do that doesn't have anything to do with what everybody else does you're <laughs> going to do what you want to do and I'm going to do what I want to do yeah so, of course. I don't know. That's what that's what I think I mean by growing old gracefully. You know, mm-hmm. just just let it happen. <laughs> let it happen. I, mean, I don't know. Just let it happen. Just do the best that you can with what you have. Mm-hmm. Like I said, if you want to do all that stuff, you do all that stuff because if that's going to make you feel better, you know, you do that because if you look good, you feel good. That's just not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, is there anything else you want to talk about that I didn't ask? I do appreciate you, um, you know, and what you do, the platform that you do have mm-hmm. in featuring older and more mature women in media. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it is very well needed because we are wise and we are not withered. So... Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think, you know, <laughs> I, I think this is a good thing. And I really, really do wish you much, much success with your platform and your podcast. And I, I'm just happy that I could be a part of it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you don't mind me asking... I, I looked at, you know, uh, information on your profile and all of that, but I don't remember. How long have you been doing this? Um, I think around 2018, yeah. So about okay. about five years. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I do, I do, I did see that, you know, um, it is the choice of uh, the interviewee as to if they want to uh, just do audio or visual, mm-hmm. in, you know, for the interview. So I think that that is um, a great option to give, yeah. you know, the people that you interview because sometimes, you know, someone may not want to be seen, but they want to be heard. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I, I think that's I great. transcribe all my interviews too. So if you don't want to listen, you can read. So... Yeah, lo- always lots of options. Yeah. I saw that. I saw that. It's like, oh, wow, this is very interesting, too. <laughs> so you don't, you don't, um, have you, have you, um, ever thought about doing YouTube? Um, I, I've thought about it. I mean, 
Honestly, I probably wouldn't do my own YouTube videos until I personally get older. I'm still in my 30s, so I mean, I've always gotten asked like, why are you doing this? Like, you're still kind of young. I'm like, okay, well, it's, it's like I had the idea in my 20s. I thought I would just start it now. And then as I get older, and especially like talking with more people, then maybe, maybe I'll start talking about my own life more like maybe in my 40s. So yeah, but but for now, yeah, I mean, I part of the project is also I created all these characters, um, older women from all corners of the world and had artists and illustrators like bring them to life. So that's that's another another part of the project. But it's also like interviewing people, like just getting all kinds of different perspectives and yeah, just just expanding representation of older women in media. That's that's the tagline. <laughs> that's good. That's good. I really appreciate you doing what you do. All right, cool. I'll be in touch soon. Thank you so much. <laughs> All righty. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Wise Not Withered podcast. Stay tuned for more interviews. And as usual, you can check out my website, wisenotwither.com for transcripts and more information about all the different facets of this project. Thank you. And you will hear me with another guest next month. Bye-bye.